Lunch with Pippa Hudson and now Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. Always my favorite part of the week to say good afternoon to Wendy Nola, who's with us in studio today. And nice to have you with us, Wendy. Lovely to have you back, Pippa. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to be chatting about police clearance certificates and uh, particularly a listener's complaint about how long it was taking to get one via a private intermediary. And then a reminder that the second half hour is open line time, where you're very welcome to call in with any consumer query on 021-446-0567. Uh, you can also, of course, send your question as an SMS to 31567 or leave a WhatsApp on 072-567-1567. Wendy, I have, and I'm Mm. guessing most people have a vague idea that police clearance confirms that you don't have a criminal record and that you need it if you are emigrating or wanting to take up a job overseas. But that is about the sum total of my knowledge. Visas even. Visas even. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about this. Okay. So as I say, when you're applying for a job, um, some visas... um, you need to answer this question about um, criminal records. They want police cr- clearance in some cases. Um, what I didn't, I sort of vaguely knew, but I, I hadn't really wrapped my head around it. And I've certainly never um, had a complaint about one of these services. But um, in May 2009, an amendment came into force, an amendment of the Criminal Procedure Amendment. It was the Criminal Procedure Amendment Act, allowing allows those convicted of a minor offence, and we'll talk about the minor part a bit later, mm-hmm. 10 or more years ago, to qualify for the expungement of criminal records. The sentence must have been a suspended jail term and the, the sentence a, a correctional supervision or a fine. So it's maybe drunk driving, maybe some dachau that was found on you. As a student, um, yeah. It, um, maybe a bit of shoplifting. That, you know, we've talked about that on the show. Something some some of it's even accidental. Yeah. So it, I think mainly those sort of things, which then stops, put your life on hold, really. Um, so the feeling was that, you know, job creation and all of that, that um, this was warranted. Um, okay, so just to be clear, something that didn't result in you actually sitting in jail doing time well, that behind was the bars. intention, but we're going yeah. to talk to the CEO of one of these companies. And, and from what our, my off-air chat with him, it's, it's, it's actually, you know, a lot, a lot more serious crimes are being now expunged, expunged well, through, really. through this process now, yes. Okay, so how do you actually go about it? Okay, so you can apply personally to the Department of Just, Justice for that expungement. And if it's granted, you'll no longer be considered convicted of the crime and your criminal record will then be permanently rid of that um, uh, that crime, that conviction. And so then you can go for your job application and when you have to answer that question about have you previously been convicted of a crime, you can say no. So it's a bit like an annulment in the Catholic Church. Your wedding actually never happened. Okay. So you can say, were so you ever married? No. Were you convicted of a crime? No, because it's been expunged. It, it didn't happen. Okay, so since that came into effect in 2009, predictably a couple of companies spotted that there was, there was then a gap in the market. Because it's, it's awful to deal with um, government departments for most of us and especially over something like that if you can pay someone to do it for you um, then 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 it's an attractive proposition yes okay so you get these intermediary services who will go and get it all sorted out for you with the Department of Justice for a fee of course and you give them all your paperwork and get your fingerprints done and all that sort of thing and then they go and sort it out for you okay now one of those companies is the subject of today's specific consumer complaint Wendy yeah so it's called Fresh Start Law Centre they have offices in Cape Town Joburg Pretoria and Durban the company claims to be South Africa's leading criminal record removal firm and the only one, they say, with dedicated consultants in the Department of Justice in Pretoria and one of the offices is, is nearby. Among the promises on its website and when you're holding to, 
to speak to them. You hear we constantly track and monitor your progre- progress 24-7. Clients are immediately notified by our case manager at each and every stage. We have a 99.95 success rate and a money-back guarantee. So they refund you, plus they give you something like um, I think it's 5,000 rand, 500 rand, something. There's a big difference. I'll cl- clarify that in a bit. Okay. Um, if it's not successful. If it's not successful, yes. So they're sort of saying putting it out there is a no-risk proposition. Okay, but this wasn't quite the experience of our listener, Joanne, who then contacted us with her frustrations about this company, Wendy. Exactly. So Joanne admits that she did something very stupid, to use her words, more than 20 years ago, which led to a conviction. I didn't ask her what it was. I felt it was irrelevant to today's story. She's a neonatal nurse, and in December last year, she was offered a nursing job in England, not being able to get the normal police clearance that she needed, of course, because of that old conviction. She made inquiries about getting it expunged. And on the Department of Justice website, she found Fresh Start's details. But she feels horribly let down by the company, claiming that it's promised to her to get its con- her conviction expunged by the end of May, um, which didn't come to pass, has turned her life upside down. Okay. Now, let's start by speaking to Joanne, and then we'll speak to the company themselves in a little bit. On the line with us is uh, Joanne. Thank you so much for bringing this to our attention, Joanne, and thanks for joining us today. Welcome. Thank you very much. Hello to you guys. When you contacted Fresh Start initially, what did they say they could do for you? Um, they, uh, what I did was I just went onto the website and I immediately, within a few minutes, got a telephone call back saying, you know, they can sort it out. It will obviously cost me money. Um, it is, I'm telling you now, it is a minor offence. Um, <laughs> it is one of the ones that you mentioned okay. just now. Okay. We weren't asking so, questions. Yeah. No, it's just that um, you'll see later on why I'm alluding to it right now is that later on, the CEO sent me sent Wendy an email saying that it was a major criminal offence. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that's why I'm alluding to minor straight from right. the beginning. So my daughter and I, we chatted about it because she's desperate to get me into England, my older daughter. She needs me. She's um, just had a baby. Um, and she's got her own business, and she needs assistance all around. And, of course, I would love to be there, but I don't want to not work because you can't not work if you need money. So I got a job offer from the UK, had my interview um, via WhatsApp, got the post, got the paperwork, got everything, and hit my stumbling block. So when I phoned these people and they came back to us so quickly, my daughter and I chatted to them um, via email, etc., and um, telephonically, and they promised us that within their words were six to eight weeks if we paid the extra money. For fast tracking? The fast tracking, which we did. I must just also tell you right now that I already had um, a letter from Pretoria, the uh, police clearance certificate, which had my offence on it. Okay. So that uh, I sent to them the letter filled in by us um, stating we would like them to do everything. My clearance certificate, which isn't actually clear, my fingerprints, everything. So it all went to them in one bundle. And And what did... Sorry, what date did that happen on, Joanne? When was that? That was round about the... 9th of April, I think it was. Um, Yes. Actually, it was done um, on the 9th of April, the track. Yes, order number 032437 was captured, and Mishka was assigned as my accounts manager, and they got on to say the initial clearance is so much, and the um, urgent priority is extra. And you paid them what, um, Joanne? Paid them 5,000... I'm not too sure exactly how much it is. 5,800 or 5,600? 5,4, I think it was. <laughs> I'm looking at your receipt. 5,4, yes. I really don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you why I don't know. It's because it was paid by my daughter in the UK. Oh, right. Okay. 
Okay. So I just know that whatever they asked for, she paid it over immediately. Okay. Because we want to get going. Then I, then they changed the account number from 032437, which I think is your initial kind of like query number, to a double three eight double five number. Then they asked me for a courier collection address, which I gave to them. And then I got an email from Mishka saying that she's my dedicated account manager. She is available Monday to Friday from 7 to 4. And she says, confirmation of urgent priority less than six weeks. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we are still looking on the 9th of the 4th. Then I suddenly get an email from them on the 17th of the 4th, how to get international job vacancy. I don't want that. I'm not interested, so I didn't, didn't even do anything with it. Confirm urgent priority um, purchase. Now, this is on the 17th. They're now confirming the priority purchase, which we've done on the 9th. Mm-hmm. Take six to eight weeks. Then they say it's captured to Department of Justice and... Um, they're waiting for it. Okay. Then on the 13th of the 5th, so t- sorry, in between here, on the 25th of this is, April. This is what I want you to talk to, to because this yeah. is the crux. This is this conversation this, this, is this, what caused you to make major decisions. Yeah. So you, you, on the 25th of April, I phoned them, and I managed to get hold of somebody rather than just a call center. I was put through to somebody. Oh, was it not and Mishka? I, no, it wasn't Mishka. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't Mishka. I no, it was. no, no, no. I've never, ever spoken to Mishka again. Oh, I see. Ever. Okay. 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 So I got through to this dear lady who was very sweet and everything. And I said to you know, I'm checking up on my thing. I, you know, um, I've got the UK hounding me because now, I mean, I had my interview in December and this is like now the end of April. And they wanted to find out, am I going? Am I, what is happening? And she said to me that um, looking at the computer, she went click, 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 click. Um, it should be in your hands on the 28th of May. I said, are you, are you guaranteeing the 25th, 28th of May? Are you saying that I can resign at the end of, June, uh, end of April because I can leave you at the end of May? And she said, yes. I said, are you 100% sure that I can resign? Are you quite sure that I can resign? I asked her three times, are you sure I can resign? And she said, yes, you can resign. Your certificate will be in your hands on the 28th of May. I then duly resigned. And come the end of May, still haven't got anything. Now we're getting frantic because I, I don't have anywhere to live. My house is let out. I've sold my furniture. I have got dogs that I've got to look after. I have got no medical. I, I, my husband's a diabetic and a cardiac patient. And here I'm sitting with nothing. So I said to my husband, you know what I think we must do? We must rent the house out and, and move out. Those people wanted to move in on the 1st of June. They gave us until the 15th of June as, as a leeway, which was very kind of them the people that are renting my house, and we moved out. I am now, today, as a senior adult person, sitting in my daughter's playroom with a bed to my name. No income. And no, no, and no certificate in hand. Certificate in hand. And no certificate in hand, and I can't get hold of anybody. On Thursday, last week, when I was driving up from... Um, from uh, uh, from Natal, I got a phone call, and the the line is very unclear on the drive up. And I, uh, this lady spoke to me, and I tried to answer questions, and I, I'm sure she tried to answer mine, but eventually the line just disintegrated. I then WhatsApp immediately and said, "Please tell me who you are, and and can I can I talk to you?" And I got nothing back. I got a link which goes nowhere. Um, Friday I had nothing, Saturday I had nothing, um, I just want to tell you that I did get a 
further update. I think it was on Monday morning. Uh, between, sorry, I lied to you. On the 25th of the 6th, I got an update from them saying, um, this is from, from Mishka, basically saying your criminal record can haunt you forever and continue to the next step. And that was on the 25th of June. So it's now 12 weeks. Your record weeks. is eligible for full criminal record removal. It's more than I want. I don't want that. I want my certificate in my hand a month ago. I don't want any more emails. I don't want any more phone calls. I just want my certificate. Okay. Okay, so this okay. So just to to recap, uh, I've been just checking on the calendar while we were talking. There, it's twelve weeks okay. since she put in that application and, and paid, paid for that it. priority fee, mm. and she still does not have the certificate. All she has is an email telling her that she is eligible to have her record expunged. Yes, but nothing more than that. That's that's the what one she says, just yes. crucial follow up question, Joanne. What about mm. the job? The job doesn't wait indefinitely. Is the job <laughs> at risk? How much longer are they prepared to wait for you? Well, in December, they were happy to wait for me. In July, I don't even want to phone them and ask them. Yeah. Okay. Su- okay. I suggest <laughs> you do that, though, because, <laughs> well, we're going, to, we're going to hear from, from the CEO of Fresh Start okay. um, and what, what they plan to do in response um, in, in just a little bit. But um, after getting Joanne's complaint, I did some research. Um, whenever I get a complaint, I always go and look online to see if there have been others. And on the Consumer Complaints website, Hello Peter, I found more than 160 about Fresh Start, many of them fresh, excuse the pun, in other words, coming in in the last week or two um, quite regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, many allege that once they've, they'd paid their money for the service, that there was a very quick response to the website inquiry and then f- lots of follow-up until the point that they paid and then they said communication slowed and in some cases dried up. A typical post is this. Um, I've been begging and pleading with them nonstop to respond to my queries without any success. My portal messages are being ignored, and it seems as if my emails and WhatsApps are being blocked. One lady, in specific being Mishka, is the one who promised the best service to me as a client but ceased to communicate afterwards. Even an email to the CEO went unanswered. No, you did reach out to the company and to yes, the CEO directly. Yes, I did. Um, I sent an email to the CEO, Ansar Sykes, who um, phoned me um, within an hour. Um, and uh, we'll hear from him in just a minute. What I specifically asked him was about Joanne's biggest gripe, that Mishka, I, th- I thought it was Mishka, I misunderstood it, was an, a consultant, emphatically told Joanne that her expungement would be done and that clearance would be issued um, by the 28th of May, he says that uh, call recordings confirm that that never happened and that there would be no reason to make such an unrealistic promise. Um, I don't know if you listened to all the recordings relating to Joanne's case or whether they just in spe- specifically on Mishka's line, but, but they say that there's no record of it and there's no proof that, that and his staff don't do that. They don't make such promises because of the fact that there's so many variables at play. Um, okay, well, so, let, let's bring um, Anzar Sykes in now, the CEO of of Fresh Start, who's joining us and has been listening to the conversation so far with Joanne. And so thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon. Thank you. Thanks, Pippa. Thanks, Wendy. Um, Joanne, thank you. And listeners, hi, afternoon. Before okay. we, we talk to any specifics of Joanne's case, can you just talk us through the process of and how long it typically takes? I know there are many variables that come yeah. into play, but can you give us a ballpark idea of how long this process should take? Yeah, certainly. So, so the first thing is we, we are definitely the largest uh, criminal record removal firm in this country. Um, there's, there's various types of criminal records and each have 
different time frames associated. Um, Jane's case, it's a, yes, it is a, it's a classic expungement case, as we call, um, where the where their conviction is uh, is more than ten years old. So there's a there's a it's pretty much a template process that we can follow. Um, we've got we've got two types of packages. We've got the economy package, um, which is to keep things really really affordable. It's going to get done. It's pretty much average timelines, but still the best in the industry. And then there's Jan's case, where where it becomes a there's there's a job on the line. It becomes a critical. It becomes urgent. And there we fast track at every single point, including a a special process we follow and represent at the Department of Justice. They've they've allowed us that process, and we we try and commit to to service levels at, at each step and push it through and assist where possible. So often we get calls from prospective employers calling to inquire. We issue confirmation letters. And, um, and 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 really assist to 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 hold on to that opportunity, knowing that this is going to be removed at the end of the day. So that, that's kind of an overview for you. Okay, the one thing missing from that overview, though, is an actual timeline. Are we talking oh, course, a process apologies. that can yeah, take months so, or weeks? No. So in in that case, uh, let's just put aside urgent priority for a second. We we try and what we first need to do is obviously process the documents, collect the documents. Um, and then obtain a criminal record check uh, to ascertain the full you know, extent of what's there and, and what to apply. Um, the, the actual uh, process at the Department of Justice is 12 weeks or less, and that's to get signed off by the Director General. And then there's the, the 21 day, 21 business day process for the actual criminal record center to take that instruction and to remove the, the criminal record. What, what Joanne purchased um, uh, is an urgent priority on the Department of Justice side. So we, we, we reduce that by up to half. Um, so we say we reduce it by 68 weeks, that particular component. And then the 21 that business day component, we, we try and bring that down to two to three business days. So we've, we, we try and shave off about one and a half months um, on, on the standard timeline. Okay, uh, that hasn't happened in her case, though. As we speak, it's now Correct. 12 weeks since she put the order through. What's gone wrong? Okay, so I've I've really got uh, to know uh, Jane's case. Uh, I don't I don't I don't normally go into such details. We we have um, many many thousands of clients past in, uh, currently active, so it's it's very hard to keep a personal handle on everything. But in Jane's case, I have. Um, from what I can see, the the payments the initial payment was made um, in early April the ninth. We received the required documentation on the fifteenth. So we would have sent a free courier collection, got the necessary information. Um, what we discovered then is that Joanne um, kindly provided a recent police clearance certificate. So we we removed that 10 business day process, uh, the, the need for that. We immediately filed the Department of Justice application um, with with well with the Department of Justice to have that uh, decision made by the Director General. The the terms of service is from acknowledgement. So we push for early acknowledgement. And what, what we received in this case was, uh, if I recall, the 2nd of May, the Department of Justice responded back to us, confirming they've, they've received it. That's now in the process. Um, so that, that is pretty much the timeline we, 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 we then track and, and maintain our service levels 
to get that sign-off by the Director-General. So we're back with Consumer Talk and the focus on uh, obtaining police clearance certificates and expungement of a criminal conviction and a criminal record for a minor offence, as Wendy explained at the start of the segment. Uh, if an offence is a minor one dating back 10 years or more that didn't uh, uh, result in in major criminal consequences. In other words, if it was a fine paid or a suspended sentence, you can apply to have it expunged from your criminal record and to then get a police clearance certificate which says you don't have a criminal record. Our complainant, Joanne, went through that process, paid the additional money for a fast track uh, application to be handled with urgency and 12 weeks later still hasn't received it. Now, let's go back to Ansar Sykes, who is the CEO of the Fresh Start Law Centre. So, Ansar, you were saying to us just before the break that uh, the Department of Justice gave you acknowledgement of receipt on the 2nd of May. And um, why no action since then? Well, that's well, well, there has been there has been continual action. Um, Joanne, um, I kind of listened to uh, while I was on hold. um, She mentioned that the only email she got was an email about why she should remove a criminal record. I see there were there were two accounts created by Joanne. One is still pending. It's, it's in a kind of a pre-sales mode and there were mails there. But the active main account that was paid on, um, she's been getting frequent updates. They've all been marked as read and clicked. And um, and the most recent one uh, in late uh, June mentioned that we are now at stage six of six at the Department of Justice. It's, it's literally in front of the Director General to just give that final sign-off, that final instruction to say, yes, we can have it removed. Um, so the, I've, I've accounted uh, over 50 emails um, re- related to uh, automated responses that go out every two weeks, and then the proactive emails and SMSs that go out to keep Joanne informed of where we are, how much longer, and and obviously there's, there's been... Uh, Support requests logged, just asking for further clarification. Those have been responded to. They've all been in line and consistent since the beginning with the the timelines and the quotation and the invoice and then throughout the entire journey to where we are now. So I I wasn't able to pinpoint, I I can't actually go to a staff member and say we we somewhat failed here. It's, It's a... uh, it, it, it's been, from from my point of view, and what I try and manage um, from the operational side, it's it's been pretty much perfect. It's uh, with no delays or hiccups whatsoever. And so, so the yeah. one big query is around that phone call that Joanne made, where she says she Correct. was told, "28 May, you will have it in your hands. You can go ahead yeah. and resign from your job." Now you said to Wendy in your correspondence, you found no record uh, or, or no such indication Correct. in the recordings. How many recordings did did you listen to, and would you be prepared to share those with us? Um, absolutely. If uh, if um, if Joanne agrees, because there are there are there is sensitive information in in some of the calls. Um, absolutely, I, I will share it. Um, we we could potentially replay them. Um, what we did is not just phone calls. We, we've got multiple communication channels. You know, there's obviously emails and WhatsApps and and online chats and so forth. And we we went extensively through each one. Um, we went back to kind of the original correspondence, which was uh, way before um, April, the payment date. There was initial activity going on months and months and months prior about you know the need to have this removed um but but no funds were forthcoming so we didn't start the case until uh early april when when the customer decided all right this is 
this is something I'm going to pay for. Um, at, at, the, at the entry point to, to kind of the payments was, here's your quote, here's all the detailed timelines. Um, that was accepted. That was paid for. Um, what, what was a bit confusing is that we, you know, I could almost understand how there would be a legal consultant who's trying to almost push for the sale. And, you know, I've, I've seen this before in the past with various training issues where they, they might be tempted to exaggerate things a little. But this was, the, the payment was done on the 9th of April. What, what we're referring to here is the 25th of April. They would never, I don't see the gain for Fresh Start to, to say, yes, you've paid, yes, here's all the timelines, yes, it's progress, and then to almost change the tune. There, there wouldn't be a gain for us to do that. It would just, the, the, the end result would be what's happening today. Um, and, and everybody knows that. Um, the, the, we, we, we will look at additional calls. Uh, this is the first time I've heard that uh, Joanne spoke to somebody else. So we'll, we'll try and dig up. Um, what, what we'll do offline is I'll, I'll find out, hopefully, from Jane what the number she used to dial in, and then we can trace that on the on the system and, and listen to that as well. But but at this time, we have nothing. If Johan has anything, I doubt she, she did record a call, um, but we'd be glad to look into that. Okay, let me just share with you two SMSs that have come through. Uh, one of them uh, from Michelle, who says, I can't believe I'm, listen- I'm hearing this. It is the same as my experience. I applied for my expungement in December 2018 and did not go yeah. for the priority option. I also yeah. had Mishka assigned as my account manager. I can never get to speak to this person after sending direct emails to the CEO, uh, which their own call yeah. center recommended. Still nothing. My p- fees were paid up front, and I'm still waiting. Uh, and um, when can I expect results? That's from Michelle who applied in December. Okay, we need to look at that. So that. That would be very, very strange if that's the case. I don't, I don't see any cases on file that have reached that extent. Um, if if uh, Michelle could, could, uh, could share the account details of... Um, I don't know what the medium we'd use to do that. I'll, we, we'll I'll pass them on. I'll okay, ask, so I'll get them from Michelle. We'll, Michelle, if, uh, we'll give you a call after the show. We have your number and um, uh, we'll follow up with you and, and, and see if we can uh, progress. Wendy, back to you. Uh, any, any follow-up questions? Um, just something that leapt out at me in terms of your timelines. Um, yeah. The cre- impression seems to be created amongst um, your customers that the timeline is from the time they pay, but I heard you say it's actually from the time that the um, – Application is acknowledged by DOJ, which could be a month yeah. later. Is that made very clear to them in, in terms of managing their expectations? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So all, all the legal consultants are trained, um, and we, we try and push this in all the, uh, you know, online and emails and so forth. As we, and also when they log into their account as well before payment, they they can see what they're up against. So we make it known that. There is certain required documentation we need. Uh, we, we need to process that. We need to get the the criminal record check done, and then yes, absolutely, we need um, we need acknowledgement by the Department of Justice. That that is a a variable factor that we we've reduced over the years, but but it is that's pretty much the the only basis of a, a service level that we have from the Department of Justice. So we we, we can't commit sooner. And and the, and the second of May, just incidentally was uh, if if we make mention of when Joanne uh, said, uh, you know, she said, can she resign? And she was told, yes, we, we hadn't even received acknowledgement. So our system didn't even have a basis of calculating, you know, even a guesstimate of, of um, 
you know, best case in, in, in her in her scenario. Um, can I can I just add two extra things? Mm-hmm. Apologies. Uh, the first, with regards to Halaputa, uh we've we've uh, I've been communicating with Alon of the CEO of Halapita. Uh, he's doing a massive cleanup. He's detected a large number of competitors which have just run rife on the system. They're busy doing a cleanup for us. We we took a small sample of 100 customers this morning and said to them, listen, we, we don't use Halapita as a review system. Can you just go and give us your feedback? And I've been monitoring it this morning, and these are genuine customers who are just going on going, yes, this this is amazing. It's lovely to see. Um, and secondly, in Jan's case, I, c- I could argue all day, we're right, we did tell you, and so forth. But uh, what I've learned over the last few days about Joanne is, is there's, there's there's a real desperate situation going on. So we're going to do two things. We're going to we're going to give all the money back just to kind of help out with the situation she's in right now. We're going to continue with the service as well. Um, we're going to extend. We'll still continue with the with the full money back guarantee because we include another five thousand. So if we don't get this right, we'll do that. And then I've personally got four people on her matter right now. I've got one guy at the Department of Justice all day trying to get that done and trying to wrap it up with the Criminal Record Center to really smooth over so we have, we don't, we, we can just produce the best possible result for her in that case. So I do send my apologies to her. We have learned we'll, we'll try and manage expectations better in these type of cases um, and, and be more communicative, you know, and, uh, if, if we can improve. We'll Excellent. Thank you for that. That's definitely a nice, would be a nice one to come back to. Mm. Um, the Hello Peter in, issue interests me because um, as I was saying there that the competitors are, they are, it is a very competitive industry and they, the top of the trees apparently. So but he's saying, he's intimating that on those, of those are hundred, fake negative Yes. So reviews. I think that's something um, I would like to t- follow up on the Hello Peter issue um, get um, the CEO Alan Rom in and talk about Alopita in general actually and, and about rigging of complaints. We can do that as a separate show. Definitely. I must just also say I, I looked on another complaints platform I think it was Bad Service SA and I found Thea Latachan who complained in um, February that she'd been waiting um, almost a year I think she said to get her expungement um, finalized. Yes, almost a year. She said she'd paid 3,000 rand. So I followed up with her um, yesterday or the day before and she said yes she actually did get it and she sent me a copy of her police clearance and stamped and all um, official looking so she, she I think it's fair to say she did get service um, so we'll follow up on the Hello Peter issue and those lots of complaints as to if they're genuine or not okay. um, next week. I do want to bring uh, Anzal back with one more question in a minute but first Joanne's been listening to all of that and Joanne you've just heard a commitment to firstly refund you all your money and secondly push this process through. Um, I know you've listened to a lot of um, commitments to timelines that haven't happened but how do you feel uh, given what Ansar's just said? I will be very, very happy if I just get the certificate. I want to get overseas. I want to get started on my job. I want to start earning money so I can take care of my husband. I want to do the right things. And if that is honest and he's really going to do it and I'm really going to get it, I will be very, very happy. Joanne, I really hope that that is the outcome and that it is the outcome soon. Please keep in touch with us and let us know. Thank you very much for your time uh, today. The follow-up question, Ansar, is just one more. Several people are asking questions about 
the nature and the staffing of the Fresh Start Law Center, including whether or not you're registered with the Law Society or, in fact, need to be, because you're not a legal firm per se, are you? That, that is correct. We, we are not a law firm at all. Uh, the, the particular model we've gone for here is to, to try and bring a, a very, very cost-effective solution. If you, if you go to a standard law firm, uh, you, you're faced with hourly rates just to draft the documentations. And just to, to even get past that point far exceeds what we charge. So we've, we've started from, to, to maintain legal compliancy, we've started with a model where we, we try and apply legal administration. We look at, especially the expungement law, the standard 10-year, um, exceeding 10-year cases that we do, especially for, you know, in Jane's case, we, um, we can follow a, uh, an administration process. There are some more serious cases that we manage, and sometimes it does need legal representation. We, we, we have uh, multiple law firms that will then go on record to represent. So we, we've got... So we're, we're a private, private registered company, uh, paralegals, uh, you know, there's LLB, so you call them lawyers, but they're not practicing because we, we don't have a practice number and so forth. So um, that, that particular model has allowed us to come in from a very, very cost-effective point because the, I mean, if you look at the unemployment rate, it's, it's, it's huge and a lot of individuals don't have the kind of money, uh, so a price point that fits. And then also we... We have the urgent stuff, which which um, you know can be exercised as well. So that that that's kind of our modelling and what we go through. And so I've now had three different people send me messages who have been waiting an awfully long time. Some of them up to three okay. years, and who are just not getting any joy trying to email or phone. Is there a physical office that we can send them to in Cape Town? Uh, in Cape Town, uh, yes, they will be by appointments only. We um we we've we've kind of rechanged our model. We found that um, 85% of our clientele are in Gauteng province, so we've kind of made more of our physical premises um, in the Gauteng area. Cape Town, we've 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 got a there's two offices. The the one where clients can just drop off documents and we, we schedule meetings there. So we have field agents that will go out to home or office or meet at the offices. Um, I'm more than willing to, to meet um, in Cape Town itself. We have uh, additional offices there as well uh, where we can just schedule appointments. So we, we do need an appointment uh, system going. So there's, there's effectively two locations we, we can meet customers in Cape Town. Okay, so for those who've been unable to get through to schedule appointments or ask for that information, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, to reach me personally? Um, Come via uh, me. I don't mind being the conduit. If they yeah, want to, that's okay. fine. If, if you have all yeah. the contact details. Send it through in one email. We'll, 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 um, we'll provide an ideal solution to fast track all that and get it done. If I may add, um, we do take on... Um, cases, for example, presidential pardons and um, various other types of crime, you know, serious, really serious type of crimes. And those particular cases can take a while. Um, and yes, some do run, unfortunately, up to, you know, three years. Um, so it may seem like a long time. In the, in the background of, of, you know, the engine of Fresh Start, we, you know, sometimes we, we resubmit in three or four times, at, you know, different attempts to get this done. Because right from the start, we wanted to maintain a near 100% success rate, no matter what it takes. And we, we're at 99.95. So things can drag on, unfortunately, for you know a select few customers. Um, but 
that's a pretty good stat if if you look at the fact that we've we've removed over six thousand thus far. So mm, it's okay. you know we are going to have those unfortunately, and but yes, let's let's invite those off offline to 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 schedule appointments and 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 uh, resolve those issues. Okay, and so Sykes, thank you so much for speaking to us, CEO of the Fresh Start Law Centre. So Fernando, Michelle, and the person whose number ends four six three, please send an email to Wendy on consumer at nola.co.za, spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R. Please put in bold in the subject line, Cape Talk Fresh Fresh Start. Start. So she knows to keep an eye out for them. As far as I can see from the SMS line, there are three uh, very, very desperate people, at least who will be mailing you, Wendy. And uh, we'll happily collect you uh, with Ansar and and see if we can get some progress. Yes, absolutely happy to do that. And definitely, this is going to be a follow-up. Definitely one to follow up. I will add this WhatsApp from Anonymous who said, I did my own minor criminal expungement at a police station at a fraction of this cost after having started the process with Fresh Start. Somerset West Police Station were very good with assistance and that is from Anonymous. Thanks so much for that tip. It can be done on exactly. your own. You don't have to use an intermediary. That is true. Absolutely. I mean, it's very tempting, especially if you're seeing details on, on, on a police site or um, DOJ, Department of Justice site, you think, oh, well, let's do that. But a, a lot, in a lot of cases, it's like checking your credit record. If you go online and look, you'll see all these companies that pop up that will do it for you. But it's a free service you can do yourself very easily. I'm not saying it's always easy to get a criminal record expunged, but there we have a WhatsApp from somebody who did, in fact, find it very simple and was done at no cost. All right. Watch this space. Certainly a story to be followed up on as well as the issue of the Hello Peter complaints. Thank you. Consumer Talk. Open line. Well, we are happy to take your calls on 021-446-0567 on other consumer issues. Uh, we have uh, Pat on the line from Notuk with a question. Pat, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm so pleased to get through. I wanted to ask about um, Sam Air, the grounding of Sam Sam Air. The airline was grounded way back in December, I think it was. Yes. I haven't got my facts all in front of me now, but I bought tickets. And, of course, um, because it was grounded, I had to buy more tickets. And then they came up and said, they're not grounded anymore. So I cancelled the tickets I bought and waited for Sam Air to go. And then the next thing, they were grounded again. So, consequently, I had quite an expensive trip to the north of South Africa, which shouldn't have been what it was, you know, what it ended up being. So now I'm beginning to wonder when we're going to get our refunds, because they did promise, online they did promise that there would be a refund. Yes. Wendy, any idea? So I've okay, so... I've had no, no news at all. Yes, no, Pat, you're, you're not alone. Um, interestingly, mm-hmm. a couple of months ago, two, six weeks to two months ago, the uh, the appeal went before the um, Civil Aviation Authority against that grounding. Um, Sam Air feels very strongly that they have been um, victimized by, by the Civil Aviation Authority. They won that appeal, but there was a big but in that um, they have to go through all sorts of other um, bits of red tape in order to for that grounding thing to be lifted. So they, they're still not operational. I've been trying through the, the, the addresses that I can get hold of to find out what's going on about the um, refunds. In that story, the news story that I wrote for Times Live about the, that um, um, appeal hearing, um, I actually mentioned a few of the cases of people like yourself who um, – couldn't take the flights that they'd paid for and then because it was December had to pay huge amounts for last minute flights at peak time um, and are still out of pocket 
And funnily enough, I heard from the people that I mentioned in that story that they got refunded, but nobody else apparently. So I emailed the airline back to say, um, yes, I can see some refunds have come through these people that I mentioned in my story, but what about the others? And I haven't had a response, um, annoyingly. So thank you, Pat, for the prod. I'm always juggling about 30 cases at any mm. given time. I will go back and say, yes. if you if you wouldn't mind just dropping me an email with your circumstances um, from past experience, it might just help you get your money back. Just just um, email me when you when your flights were, um, what you paid. Yes. I've, got, I've got the whole track. Just forward it to me it at consumer at nola.coza with semi yes. in the subject line, and um, I will use it to send another prod to the airline about what's happening um, as a policy in general around refunding. Mm-hmm. Well, really, can just to be clear, thank you so much for that explanation. Um, it's much of what I've read, but I was just hoping that maybe you'd have a little clue of something that might be happening because it really not nice being so far out of pocket. I had no, absolutely not. All I can say is some refunds have happened, but it seems to be a bit ad, ad hoc. Yeah. Okay, so we can try and get you onto the ad hoc list, as it were, <laughs> Pat, if you if you would please just forward all that cor- all those booking confirmations, etc., to Wendy. It's consumer at nola.co.za. Please remember to put Seme in the subject line, and uh, she'll use that as the mechanism to do a follow-up, and Wendy, maybe just you can give us some feedback on I what will. you hear yes. when you hear something. Thank you. Um, right, this is also going back to a subject we tackled last year sometime, an SMS asking how I can recognize real unadulterated honey. Is there any accreditation we should look at or which brands are best? We did a whole show on we the dilution of honey. Yes. Uh, so, remind us? Yes. Um, the short answer is, I mean, that was the big carte blanche um, expose. expose yeah. And the problem with, with it is that honey is very similar to sugar. It's a form of sucrose. Um, mm. And... Um, so it's difficult to tell, but there's this overseas test that Carte Blanche sent these samples to to find out, you know, to, to uncover the adulteration. But it's very expensive and time-consuming and all the rest. Dr. Harris Steinman, who's no stranger to our show, mm. he runs um, a, an accredited um, testing lab out in Stellenbosch. Um, when we last spoke to him about this, he wasn't 100% there, but he has since perfected a test which is reasonable. And I've actually sent him a sample. Someone wrote to me and said, I grew up on a honey farm. This honey I bought from one of the major retailers under their um, house label is definitely not um, honey. And I, I bought the product myself, sent it to Harris. And um sorry to say that it tested as 100% honey. Really? So I couldn't progress with that. I thought we were going to have a great show on that trip. <laughs> I didn't even tell you about it. Um, but, yes, yeah, so um, Harris at Facts, F-A-C-T-S at Stellenbosch, um, they they are doing um, honey tests, authenticating honey tests. And um, so you might want to consider that as an avenue. Get Sending in, get in, in for touch. a test, yeah. Yes. Are there, I mean, yeah, so... To look for on the label, I mean, there is no accreditation well, okay. stamp or, or no, no, you got nothing. There's like no that. independent yeah. South African body that's giving their stamp of approval that this is 100 percent honey, um, and there's no. I mean, if I would say go for local honey, there isn't enough local honey to satisfy the market. We import a huge amount. Mm. Um, if it doesn't have current, um, country of origin, don't buy it. A lot of the labels are not compliant. It's got to say country of origin. I would avoid the China and the, there's so many scandals around that, honey. But there's no nothing stopping somebody um, 
putting a f- completely false label on saying products of South Africa and it all being a complete load of nonsense, just syrup. I mean, with mm. maybe a splash of honey for flavoring, but we we don't we don't know until it's tested. Unfortunately, the adulteration of honey is a worldwide problem, given the collapse of colonies and all the rest that's yeah. going on with bees. Okay, thank you for that. Um, right, uh, I subscribed to a magazine for two years, says the WhatsApp. Six months in, the price went up, and they now want me to pay the increase for the remaining months. Can they do that? No. So the apps, it's a risk. You pay in advance for product and the price is set. So your risk is they might go out of business and then you've wasted your money or you might lose interest on or whatever, move to an area where it's hard to get the magazine sent to you by post. And their risk is that they want to effect a price increase. That's what they must do for the people who are buying it issue by issue from the shops. But the subscribers are protected by having paid up front. That is absolute nonsense. Okay, thank you. Emphatically answered. Uh, I think we need to to wrap things up there. I'm not going to try and squeeze in one more call in in 40 seconds. So let me just rather repeat uh, contact information and remind particularly Karen, Michelle and Fernando who have ongoing long-standing or long-outstanding cases uh, with Fresh Start that you please need to send uh, a, a detailed email to Wendy giving her the dates on which you paid, the dates on which your documents were dropped off, what it is you're waiting on, etc. and anything else you think is relevant to your case, send that email to consumer at NOLA, spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R, NOLA.COSA, and put in the subject line, Cape Talk Fresh Start, so that she can follow up on that one for you. We also commit to getting Hello Peter on uh, to, to, I think it will be an interesting conversation, Wendy, about how their model works and what the risks are, and the funding model, I know, is one that's always been a little bit... Uh, yes, um, that I've had issues iffy, with, yeah. yes. Um, I did speak to to the CEO. He's on holiday. Um, he'll be back. Um, I'm hoping next week. And okay. if I can, I'll I'll try. As a, it'll be a good timing, I think, to follow on immediately from this show to see if Given we can those get him. Given those comments that Anselm made, yeah. yes, see if we can get him on next week. Absolutely, or it's the soonest possible week thereafter. Looking forward to that, Wendy Nola. Great to have you with us. We'll chat again next week. Thanks.